shows every Sunday. What up, everybody? This your boy, B-Rob, and I'm back with another edition of the Random Rambles with Rob podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you, the listener, for coming back each and every week or however you listen to podcasts. If you're a first-time listener, I'd like to thank you oh so much for giving my show a try. And if anybody recommended you to me, I would like for you to give that person a crisp high five. But if you're not in their general vicinity, why don't you go ahead and pick up your favorite social media app of choice and send them a well-crafted DM telling them thank you for recommending you to me. Speaking of social media, you can find the Random Rams with Rob on various social media platforms to include Twitter at 3RShow, Instagram at the 3RShow, and then let me backtrack a little bit. I said Twitter. I think it's X now or whatever the fuck you call it, but still at 3RShow. Uh, you can see as well as hear video interviews that I've done by going to YouTube and searching for 3R Show. And for anything that I may have forgotten to mention, you can go to randomrob.com. Randomrob.com to where you can find many different ways to help support the show and our sponsor, Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. If you go to hooksrub.com, you can find many seasonings and spices and rubs for your culinary desires and needs and wants and lusts. But go to hooksrub.com and you can get 15% off your order if you use promo code RANDOM. And if you enjoy professional wrestling, you can catch me live Wednesday nights after AEW Dynamite on twitch.tv slash RBR Wrestling to where I am joined by Paul, Cody, and pro wrestling Noah, the super producer. Uh, I, I didn't have a rhyme for that. I was thinking about rhyming it with something in my head, but it didn't work. But yeah, join us Wednesday nights after AEW Dynamite on twitch.tv slash RBR Wrestling to where we give you what's going on in the world of professional wrestling and all the shenanigans that may ensue. Also, we are sponsored by Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com and you can get 20% off your order by using promo code RBRSHAVE. Go to manscaped.com. Use promo code RBRSHAVE. Get that 20% off and free shipping. So, got all that shit out of the way. My intro feels longer and longer every time that I freaking say it. But I am back. Uh, I wasn't here last week, but I did have some supplemental content for you to listen to. I was a part of Secret Level's uh, Retro Summer Olympics. I was on the Winter Olympics, uh, the uh, what, a couple months back and everything. So, I had the replay for you to listen to of me doing uh, well better than I expected to do. I did way better than what we did on the, the winter games. But in the summer games, we were kicking ass and taking names. Unfortunately, we did not come in first place. But we did uh, place pretty high. We got some good points in there. And uh, it was a good episode. So go back in the catalog of this episode, uh, you know, this podcast to the one before this and you can hear that episode or you can look up if you're into retro gaming secret levels podcast hosted by toby and goobs uh homies from way back when i first started doing the podcast and everything so check it all the things out if you enjoy talks about video games this is a trivia contest it's very fun stuff but the reason why I played that back because I didn't feel like recording an episode because I couldn't. I was gone. I went on a trip. It was my anniversary trip. Me and Mrs. B. Rob have eclipsed 15 years married. 
So we went to the island of uh, what St. George, which is off the north coast of South America, uh, below Trinidad and all those other places. We went to the Caribbean with pirates and shit. Um, and we spent our anniversary at the Sandals Resort there in Grenada. And it was a cool experience. You know, I, I talked to Mrs. B. Rob about this. This was a thing that she always wanted to do. And um, before Mrs. B. Rob, I had no inclination or will or drive to want to even go to a resort or go, uh, you know, some a place like that. You know, it was not to the forefront of my mind to, you know, even, you know, daydream about it or, you know, wish I could go there or anything like that. But it was a thing for Mrs. B-Rob. So essentially it was her birthday present and anniversary gift for us to fly uh, down to, you know, damn near South America and uh, go enjoy this luxury resort. The resort itself, because uh, Sandals has multi uh locations and everything from Jamaica and just all all over those Caribbean islands and everything. So there's multiple places, but we picked Grenada because at the time it was cost effective, cost friendly. And uh but out of what I've heard and what um I've experienced, the resort itself is very small, but they have all the amenities you want. I mean it's all inclusive. I mean you get unlimited food, unlimited drinks and everything, which I think we had the best Amaretto Sour that was ever fixed for us in our lives there. And that was our drink of choice on the five nights that we stayed there at the resort. So, you know, we tried and sampled other drinks and different uh, variety of alcoholic beverages that they got for us. But we always pretty much settled on Amaretto Sours, either that or a pina colada or something like that, because, the strawberry daiquiris and the rum punches and all that other crap was so strong. And uh, they had a pizza place there. And they had beef patties and chicken patties. Like for those of you who are into Caribbean food or Jamaican food or whatever, you, you know what beef patties and shit is. So. Every time I would walk by the little pizza place on the way to the room or away from the room, if he was going by the pool and sit at the bar or things like that, I would snatch me a beef or chicken patty off the little display thing that they got because like it's free. You just take it and you walk away or whatever. And it was so goddamn delicious. Now it wasn't as seasoned as you're used to. If you go to like, a curry place or, you know, Jamaican spot in your hood or your neighborhood or your vicinity is not seasoned up a spice like that because, you know, I, I don't want to say this, but I'm going to say it. They, I believe they bland down the food because of uh, certain ethnicities, uh, dietary needs and whatnot. Cause there was plenty of great food there. But if you, ordered something that you knew like if you got anywhere here was going to be spicy it wasn't spicy there it was kind of i don't know there was not a lot of kick to it or whatever so things that i would eat here that mrs b rob would deem spicy or whatever would burn me the fuck up i mean forehead sweating i'm like shit's like tearing me up 
but we can order those same foods at the resort and it wouldn't be that spicy or hot intensity and shit. So they bland down the food, but it didn't make it uh, any less delicious because I have packed on the pounds on those five days. I was eating nonstop, just tearing up all the foods that was in my path. And um, yeah, it was it was a great time. And uh, we went ahead and booked another trip in 2025 because you can go up to three years in advance to reserve and uh, everything for a trip. So that's what we're going to do. 2025, we're going back out into the world of Sandals Resorts and everything. So what is it? To uh, St. Lucia is our next destination. And uh, in 721 days, 3 hours, 46 minutes, and 13, 14, 15, 16 seconds. Well, actually, I should have been doing that backwards because the countdown is counting down. So it should be 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. In, uh, 20, in 721 days, 3 hours, 45 minutes, and 55, 54, 53 seconds, <laughs> we will be heading to the Grand St. Lucia, which is in St. Lucia, is down below uh, Dominica, above Trinidad, is off that broken belt of islands leaving from Haiti and all that, Puerto Rico and all that stuff, so... It's up there. So that's where we're going to go. It was a recommendation from one of the uh, hostesses there. And it was one of the places that Mrs. B-Rob picked because I picked uh, Grenada for this first trip and everything. And, you know, just as a starting point, thought it was a good deal at the time. But now we are all locked in and set up for 2025, you know, give us a time to research plane tickets and pay on it and everything or whatnot because we just uh put a deposit down and we're just gonna pay up till it's a uh, time to go so we'll have it paid off within the next six months to a year and everything i mean it can be expensive but there's discounts and incentives if you're a veteran or military or any of those uh emergency response personnel you get some good discounts and whatnot uh, loyalty program and stuff. So you get points and discounts from that. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a good deal. Look into it, whatever. Uh, so with this being going on, one of Mrs. B Rob's uh, goals or dreams have been met. So she's starting to ask me places where I want to go. I mean, like I explained to her, like I just explained to you, I, you know, that's that type of thing is not my jam really. You know, I never fantasize about going off to an island and being on the beach in the sun and shit, which there was a lot of beach and a lot of motherfucking sun there. Um, but you know, it was, wasn't my jam, but you know, I threw out some places that I want to go Los Angeles, China, Australia, and Japan. Those are the places I want to go. Now those are going to be more expensive and that, that might come along down the line, but I just threw it out there. That's where I want to go. Mainly Japan, because I want to go to a Wrestle Kingdom. But also, I want to go to Japan because they got cheap consoles and games there. <laughs> oh, 
shit. Yeah. But um, I think I talked about it on a couple podcasts back. I am on a mission. I am. I have a goal that I've set for myself for no apparent reason that I want to collect every wrestling game to be that has ever been released on a home console. You know, freaking Commodore 64, goddamn PC Engine, Atari, all them shits, everything all the way up to current and modern times and everything. And as far as the WWE, WWF games go, I think I am almost complete with that collection. I do not currently have NBA, uh, WWE 2K23 which is the latest release. I have it digitally, but I am collecting these games physically. So I don't have that. And I don't have the very first WWF game. I think is micro league wrestling or some shit like that, which I think came on floppy disk. So I'm searching for that. And I believe those will be some good bookends for the collection. Cause I believe I have majority of the things in between. I think there's one NES game off the top of my head that I am missing from all the WWF, WWE games, and that is King of the Ring for NES. Now, I have it on Game Boy, but the only reason I have it on Game Boy because I didn't research properly, and I thought that was the only release that they had for that game on you know it was on, i thought it was only on game boy but it is indeed on nes so i am running the whole gamut per se so it's like if i would have got the uh, nes version of king of the ring i wouldn't have got the game boy copy or whatever so i'm not collecting every variation of a game so if they released king of the ring for nes and what is competition then Sega Master System or whatever it was and Game Boy and Game Gear and you know I'm not getting all the variations I'm getting the one main game for a console and that's how I'm gonna do that um I might if I can round out the whole collection I might go back then and try to get some variations because with those games like uh, WWF Royal Rumble for Sega is different from the one that came out on Super Nintendo because there's different characters on either of those cartridges or whatever because at the time they did have uh, console uh, exclusivity and shit so certain characters are on the Sega version that are not on the Super Nintendo version so I might go back after the collection is complete and start whittling down and getting things like that so that's how i'm rolling man uh there's a lot of fucking fire pro wrestling games from japan and all kinds of stuff i think i got a good majority of them i have fire pro wrestling one two three x super event whatever the fuck uh, uh fire pro wrestling g fire pro wrestling d uh fire pro wrestling returns uh, I don't have the modern one that they released for PlayStation 4, which is Fire Pro Wrestling with uh, all the New Japan characters in there. So I don't have that physical copy. I have a digital copy, but I want physical. So I have to get that. And uh, there's so many obscure little games 
that involve wrestling that I did not know existed. And I'm pulling all those into the collection. So there's like, there was a game for Sega Master System called Pro Wrestling. That was it. So I have that. Um, and everything that I have so far, I can play except for the things that came out for a PC engine or what turbo graphics 16 and all that stuff. So, cause it's a weird disc like floppy cartridge and I don't have the hardware to that supports that, but I can play everything else so far. And there's another one that I just ordered that I just found out about called a uh, rock and roll wrestling or rock and wrestling or some shit like that. It's not the Hulk Hogan cartoon thing that you're thinking about. I don't even think they made a game for that, but, or if this is a game in relation to that, because Hulk Hogan is not displayed on it. I think it was like a licensing thing. I don't know. Anyway, but this came out on a Commodore 64. And at the time, I, I guess there's different versions of it, but it's like on a cassette tape. And that's how you play the game via cassette tape. And that's fucking weird. Then they got other games, you know, the other old carts like the the older Atari and shit that look like eight tracks and stuff. So they got all that things that I'm going through. And I just ordered some floppy disk stuff for the uh, Nintendo Famicom that had the disk drive in it. So yeah, I'm going through the whole gamut of every wrestling game that has been released for a home console. Um, I know for the Sega Saturn and things like that, it was mainly arcade ports that came to that console. So there's a, um, a few arcade games that were made that got ported to the Sega Saturn. So I'm glad I got one of those for 20 bucks, which is cool. And uh, yeah, it's a pain in my ass, but it's a pain that I inflicted upon myself. I don't know why, but it's what I'm doing right now. This is my, my new obsession. So if you know anybody that have, any wrestling games that they're trying to get rid of, hit your boy up. I gave you all my social medias and everything, you know, just a uh, aid to the cause, I guess. Uh, shout out to Will Housel, who gave me a copy of, I think, WrestleMania 2000 on the original Game Boy that I have in the collection now. I have WrestleMania 2000 on the N64. And uh, I mean, it's a cool companion. I mean, he, he didn't have to give it to me, but but I appreciate it to put it in the collection. So, I mean, originally, like I said, this started all because I wanted every wrestling game that was released on the Nintendo 64. It's 16 games. So I got the N64. I got all the games. And then I was like, more. And I just kept going. And I kept going. And I'm just like, I got a cabinet full of fucking games right now. And, it, and it's just, I'm delighted, you know. I'm also helping out at a retro video game shop here in Houston called Replay Games. So I've been going in there because this dude has so much backlog and inventory and everything. It's kind of hard for him to move around the shop. And I don't like that. So I volunteered my time and my services to help him get his things in order so we can have a better community for retro game lovers to come in and just be in awe of all the things that he has. <laughs> so I, I just been going there on the weekends and just uh, staying pretty much a whole shift and helping him organize and file shit away and just test consoles, clean up some things and whatnot, because he's a one man operation. He's the only guy that's doing it. And um, 
needs to help. So I, I volunteered. Also, since I have some freed up time in my schedule now, outside of still fixing this closet, um, I might be doing more independent wrestling stuff. Shout out to the homies at New Texas Pro. So I might be helping them out a little bit more since I have a little bit of free time now. I'm working days again. So the only thing that I'm sad about working day shift is I don't get to hang out with the homie cast late at night watching New Japan live as it airs at, what, 12, 2, 3, 4, 5 o'clock in the morning here in the States. <laughs> so we used to stay up and chat on our Discord together and just watch wrestling. So I miss that. But hey, man. Uh, I can meet him in the daytime when we go to this uh, five-year anniversary for New Texas Pro. So I'm excited about that show. And, uh, yeah, as we get closer, I, I hope to uh, see you all there. And if you can't make it there, tune into IWTV, which is a professional wrestling streaming app and everything that you can uh, watch all those shows live or post-recorded and everything. But if you're interested in uh, attending or watching the New Texas Pro five-year anniversary show is going to be on Sunday, October 8th in uh, Pasadena, Texas. It's uh, 7601 Red Bluff Road. So you can come on down and check out the show. I think tickets may be still available. And um, if you want to watch it, like I said, IWTV, pay that subscription, get you a month pass. And uh, enjoy a whole bunch of independent wrestling. But yeah. All right. Yeah. So that's about it. Grenada was fun. Um, it was we we took a tour of the island itself. St. George, St. Patrick's, all the different parishes and everything. We uh, went to a waterfall. We went through the city. We ate at a local place. Uh, we visited a rum distillery that had been around since 1746. Uh, we went to a chocolate factory. R. Kelly was not there. And, um, it was a good time. We went to a nutmeg, uh, museum. I had a nutmeg cooler, which was one of the most delicious drinks I've had ever in my life. So good. So delicious. Wish I could have brought some home. Um, yeah. And it was, you know what I'm saying this, but. I we drove around the island. I mean, beautiful place. And it was just no white people at all. Other than the people that were at the resort or on the tour with us. Only white people out there. No white people around nowhere. And I was just like, huh. Something soothing about that for some reason or whatever. And another little funny thing about that as well. Whenever we put, got uh, shuttled in from the airport to the resort, you know, they unloading the bags and everything. And they're like the majority of the staff on deck is the locals. So all those people are black. I mean, there's really maybe three white people are non black people that I've seen on the resort, like as workers and shit. And it blew my fucking mind to see that many black people, you know, the dude unloading the luggage or whatever. He dapped me up and, you know, you know, freaking uh, Schwarzenegger and Apollo, you son of a bitch type hug, pulled in handshake and shit. He's like, welcome home, brother. And I was like, something about that felt right. <laughs> but it, like I said, it was a good time. Uh, really enjoyed it or whatever. More so than I thought I was. 
And uh, it was cool. Saw so iguana run by on the on the sidewalk back to my room and shit, and all kinds of animals. Mrs. B. Rob held a monkey, very uncharacteristic of her. And um, yeah, it was good, good time, good time. If you can do it, I would recommend it. Highly recommend. Anyway, that's all I got, and I appreciate you all for listening. And I will see you next time.